At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the uh, show. We were just listening to No Hands by Waka Flock of Flame. And we have a text from Corey and Lincoln. We're getting it in a break. Uh, they have to win out for me to lose the bet. Ah, oh, shoot. Okay, so my, my over-under, Corey, was 74.5. Yours was 75.5. Um, he says, I'll grant you they have been annoyingly hot lately. This thing should have been clinched long ago, but literally the next week they lose, I win the bet. Been sitting that way since last week. I have um, On my side, it was 74.5. And so the way that it basically works is they can lose two more games. Rico and I looked at how many games were left, and to hit the 74.5, they can lose two games. Mm-hmm. That's it. And they have – so just to uh, round out the – let's look at the club schedule here because it's all NL Central teams after, after they're done with the Phillies. It's the Phillies for two more games, the Reds, and then they – oh, it's the Reds the rest of the way. They have the Reds at home for their final home series, and then they travel to Cincinnati to round out the season. So there's a chance. But I, I will admit, Corey, it's gotten a lot closer than I thought it was going to. And yesterday, here's the thing. They reinstated Seiya Suzuki. Mm-hmm. They reinstated Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. So those two players, two of their best players, arguably, are back. Look at the Cubs. The, not, Cubs, not the Cubs might be good. But not good. But not good enough, enough. to make the playoffs. The Yankees clinched the AL East yesterday. They did. In the house that Vlad built. And uh, there wasn't there like some crazy call by the Michael Kay? Uh, Michael Kay said it was really generous of Vladimir Guerrero to allow the Yankees to celebrate in his house. Yeah, dang. <laughs> That's rough. Got him. Shout out to Michael Kay. But also, Aaron Judge has been struggling recently. Struggling um, is not the right word that I would use. Yeah, he's well. Okay, not struggling. He's trying to hit a home run. He is. He's batting damn near three hundred. Yeah, he's got like eight doubles, um, somewhere in the neighborhood of ten RBIs, I believe, something along there. I think it could be less because he's batting leadoff for some reason. Um, no home runs and like twelve walks. Like mm-hmm. he got walked four times. There were four walks in last night's game between the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Yeah. All Aaron Judge. Yep. The Blue Jays fans were booing the Blue Jays the, themselves. Yeah, their, their they want to see it. Because, look, even if it's against your team, you want to see history. Yeah. And Aaron Judge hitting 61 would be history, and that nobody's giving him a chance. Nobody's pitching to him anymore. So who do who do the Yankees finish up with? I think the Rays are on there somewhere, which yeah. I don't like. Okay, so they have the Blue Jays. It's the Orioles. Ooh, is it at Yankee Stadium? It's at Yankee it Stadium. At so that's he probably what's going to really, happen. He, he hits really well at Camden as well. Yeah, so they. Uh, so I guess I was wrong on the over. They needed they could lose one more, and the seventy four and a half would hit. So thank you, Corey. And it's all it's all just jokes, Corey. I, I, I you're probably gonna hit. You're you're gonna hit. I just had to 
had to make some fun. Um, Orioles at home, and then it's at Texas to round out the year. Mm. A four-game set. He needs to get it against the Orioles because he's definitely not going to get it against mm-hmm. Texas. Well, what, what's interesting is Texas always, doesn't care. They'll walk him every single time he that, goes up I also – it's a much bigger field at Globe Life yeah. than it is at it's Yankee massive. Stadium. But I also am always fascinated by teams trying to rest players before postseason in, in Major League Baseball because you're here yeah. and you've – it's not necessarily load management throughout the entire season. Every now and then they'll give guys one day off. But it, if you think back to it, you've played close – if you're Aaron Judge – who has played a bulk of the games, around probably 140 games. He's barely missed any. I'm exactly. So, I, I mean, much more than 100 games. You sit here, and I wonder to myself, like, would they sit him for the final four? No, if he's if he's still going for 61. That's where it's, he's got to get it here. They he's, don't. They won't sit him. He's got to get it here. Maddie's dad asks, is Rico just a fan of every team that everyone else hates? Aaron Judge has played 150 games. 150 out of the it's 161, 160, 159, 158, 157, 156, 155. 150. He's missed four games. Yikes. <laughs> he has missed four games. Dude missed half a season last year. Dude hasn't played this many games in so that, that's where two, it's or like, year, two or three years. That that physical wear and tear on your body is kind of crazy. I'd, I'd be interested to see what games he's sat out. Or like, I'm sure DH. there's been Sundays. Well, no, it's because it, DH still counts as a game played, though. I mean, yeah, but I'm just like, how many games has he DH'd as, a, as opposed to being out in the field? Yeah. I, I, that's, that's, I wonder if there's splits like that. Because 154 starts, whether it's DH or whether it's you know just as an, as an actual player, defensively and offensively, that's that's a lot of wear and tear in, in in a couple months. Yeah, right. And it's kind of been necessary because Giancarlo missed about half the season. Mm-hmm. Um, who did they have that they ended up trading to the Dodgers? And he wasn't hitting very well. I don't remember his name now. Oh well, Joey Gallo. Yeah, Joey Gallo. How they is Joey Gallo doing in He's LA? He's actually doing really well. <laughs> uh, but Joey Gallo wasn't doing too hot. Uh, Aaron Hicks missed a portion of the season. Uh, they traded for Harrison Bader at like the trade deadline, and he wasn't yeah. even healthy. He just got back. He just like, got back last week, and he's making big impact. Because they already. traded Jordan Zimmerman away for him. Yes. Okay. So want to make sure it's I got been, that right. It's been here and there um, in the outfield for for the Yankees. They they brought up some of the rookies to play in the outfield. One of the guys wasn't even. I don't remember which one it was. He he's normally a third baseman, and they threw him out in the outfield his first game, and he made a spectacular catch at the wall. He hadn't played outfield since forever. But, yeah, so they, it, they, they've needed him out there. In Gallo's last seven games, he's hit 190, had a 346 on on-base percentage, which is not very good. He's had one bomb, five RBIs, five walks, nine strikeouts. Mm, so he's back to being Yankees yeah, he's, Joey Gallo. he might not be good anymore. When they first traded him, he was hitting he was playing really well. Day. Yeah, he was playing really well. In the last 30 games, so obviously a bigger sample size, last 30 games he has played – or he's hitting 167 – with five home runs and 84 at-bats, 38 strikeouts. Mm. So 38, what is his strikeout percentage in the last 30 days? 46% of the time he's striking out. Yeah, good thing the Yankees traded yeah, that's Yeah, not, that's not very good. Um, Justin asked on the text line, how awesome would it be to hear Ronnie Green talk about Waka Flocka Flame? It could easily turn into <laughs> Walker Flocker Flame in a heartbeat. <laughs> that's good. If you missed the news... Uh, not Aaron Judge. Waka Flocka Flame. Aaron, is- Judge. <laughs> Aaron Judge is coming to. Aaron Judge is coming to PBA. <laughs> coming to PBA, and you'll be able to hear. We need to get No Hands instrumental. 
There it is. Thank you. Turn it down before this next line. There you go. There you go. Oh, is it I clean? Think it's clean. I think we, it's we clean. can't. We can't be using thinking it's clean Hold here. Because that. I know. I know. That 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 line would be because that word's not bad. Okay, it's clean. Okay, it's clean. We're good. You can hear this song on Friday. Yeah. At PBA, after uh, we asked Jake during the break if he would schedule a one-on-one interview with Waka on early no. break, and he said no. I said why? So, Roscoe. Like, bruh. I, I, this was the song that I could rap about three years ago because I, I loved um, I loved Waka Flocka Flame and No Hands. <laughs> we love Waka. Okay, so Waka Flocka Flame coming to PBA. Big Waka show. Big Waka show. Yeah, pro Waka show. But all right, that's enough of Waka Flocka Flame. Is it? And I don't that's think enough. It's ever enough. No, no, that's enough Waka Flocka Flame. Let's let's talk about Nebraska Indiana here. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line, both those open for you guys the entire show today, as well as uh, the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And then also, we're at about 2,000, we're over 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. If we can get to 2,500 by next week. Nick will rap no hands I will rap no hands on air and post it on Twitter. Okay. By next Monday. By next Monday, we need 20, what, 25? No, no, 2,500. 2,500, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 2,500. Which, that would be about 450 subscribers. By, well, ne- by next Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what to do. If you want to hear one Nicholas Sainert rap no hands on air and post it to the Twitters. I would post it on Twitter. We are currently at 2.05 thousand subscribers so you need on 400, YouTube. you need 450 subscribers by Monday at 8 a.m. Monday at 8 a.m. We ladies, will do that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. There it is. Everybody's 450 subscribe. subscribers. Make the burners... Do a, follow Qdoba guy's footsteps and make six or seven burners a piece and get us to 2,500 by next Monday at 8 a.m. Hmm. And I will rap. I will record it, and I will rap it. I'm interested. I'm really interested. See, Brian T., if your rapping is as good as old school karaoke, I will create new accounts. Go ahead, Brian. Old school karaoke... A lot of people, not many people have been around. Well, they've been around, but they don't remember how DP always made me sing that karaoke. That was a while ago. That was a year ago. That was a while ago. When I was producing for, for DP and J. Back when we were doing Young Buck. Back when I was 20. So, um, Don says, can we get Ronnie Green doing bars with Waka? I don't know. Would it be awesome? Yeah. <laughs> See, Cladonia John says, perfect reason not to. He says prescribe, but I think he meant subscribe. Prescribe? <laughs> he goes, nobody wants to hear that bleep. Thank you. Well, Claytonia John, I want to hear that bleep. Yep. Rico wants to hear that bleep. Um, but no. See, here we go. Eric, I don't really care to hear Nick sound foolish on the radio. He does that every day. Perfect. Thank you, Eric. But you can hear Nick sound foolish on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's different platforms. Yeah. We're trying to There's, there, spread the foolishness. Spread the foolishness. Um, like I, Vershawn asked today if he was still on the hook for the 400. Yes. And I said yes. And then he's like, I got to train. And I said, I didn't train. You literally just went out there and ran it. I was here, and I said, Rico, should we run a 400 today on the air? And you're like, yeah, let's run a 400. I said, yeah. We, I was like, you can. I won't. <laughs> and there I was. And then you I did. ran a 400 in 85 seconds. Proud of you. Almost died. Tasted shrimp. Which is still weird. 
Don't know why you did Tasted that. Shrimp. <laughs> I got you all warmed up. We were good to go. Yeah. I, took you through, I, started, took you started, I started cramping yeah, right away. Yeah, which was not a good sign. Took you through the warm-up routines that I did in college. It was good. Yeah, I felt like a, I felt like a UNK runner. You didn't look like I one. I looked like one, too. You didn't look like I one. I felt like one. <laughs> um, so, Nebraska-Indiana. Okay, so there's been a lot of discussion over Nebraska's how they, how they need to slow things down and how Indiana is going to throw the ball a lot, right? They love to push the pace. They'll throw the ball around the field. Um, they'll take up a decent chunk of time while doing it, and they'll, they'll figure out a way to make their way down the field. Nebraska's defense, according to CFBStats.com, which is the most accurate website out there for this stuff, ranks 127th out of 131 in total defense. Nebraska is giving up on average 514 points or excuse me 514 yards per game and over six and a half yards per play. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at discounttire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Now, Indiana isn't far ahead of them. 109th in the country, mm-hmm. giving up 429 yards per game and five and a half yards per play. Now, here's my theory, Rico. Nebraska's offense, right? We know that Indiana loves to push the pace. They'll be up. They'll quit. They'll they'll be up quick. They'll be up to the line quick. I'm saying. They want to throw throw, throw the ball around a lot. Not efficiently, but Hope, they'll do it a lot. Yeah, no. Baselak's not very a, a very efficient thrower, but he'll do it. He'll throw, throw it around he sixty times. Shout, shout out to like, sort of like Kyle Vantrese. He was efficient though. He was efficient, but I, I would put him on the same scale as Kyle. Very Vantrese. short passes. I think Baselak wants to push it down the field though. Like I, I'm saying, I would take Connor Baselak over Kyle Vantrese. And don't forget, Bazelak almost went to Nebraska in the offseason. Yeah. He was yeah. he was one of those names that were floating around before the Casey Thompson. Transfer. Exactly. So Bazelak is one of those guys. Now, Nebraska, we always talked about how prior to the year, Nebraska needs to establish a running game to get into the big or to have success in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And with the Nebraska only being 0 and 1 in the Big Ten currently, despite their one and four record, they have an opportunity to get a couple Big Ten wins. And Nebraska's offense, basically, my, my thinking on this, they have to establish a rushing attack, number one, not only to open up their play on offense, like their passing and, and, and stretching the field, but also, more importantly, to keep their defense off the field. Yeah. Like, that's that's the mentality. Like Nebraska's offense has not been an issue this year, despite Oklahoma. We look back at that Oklahoma game, and there was maybe some ways that that Mickey Joseph and company should have managed it better. They were just out. They were just out. But they were they were outmatched. There was, there was no offensively, defensively, special teams wise. There was just exactly no, you were you were out athleted, outclassed, out everything in that game. That was just a bad matchup at the time. But it's more importantly, like this week, the way that I've I'm going to going in with the mindset is Nebraska needs to slow things down, not because they need to on offense, because they can't score a lot of points. They just cannot allow their... They, their defense cannot be held out to dry. You can get into a track meet type thing with with Indiana in this game if you wanted to. You can go shot for shot. Well, no, go, I wouldn't be surprised if it is that way. Well, they can go shot for shot with you, but what you want to do is is 
instill some confidence in your defense. And to do that, you might have to slow it down so that they have enough energy and enough enough moxie to go out there and, and get a stop. Because if you're going shot for shot, then yeah. the defense is out there every, I don't know, however well, long. And they're well, going to get tired and they're going to give up points. And that's that's not what you want. If you if you have an already fragile defense from the first four mm-hmm. four. Four games? Four games. You know, an already fragile defense. What you don't want to do is keep throwing them out there to get, you know, toasted by yeah. a, by a quick Indiana offense. So if you can go slow, not for your own sake, but for the fi- for the sake of the defense to give them some type of confidence going out there and, and hopefully they can get some stops, then that would go a long way towards the rest of the season. But you just have to keep your defense off the field, in my opinion. And I think that's where the Mickey Joseph idea of slowing things down comes into play. Because when you look at Nebraska's offensive numbers, here I can I can pull them up here really quickly. Here, uh, Nebraska total offense ranks. Oh, where's that? I want to say it's in the fifties. Nope, forties. They rank forty third in total offense. That's pretty good. Four hundred and fifty one yards per game and six point eight one yards per play. So they're averaging almost seven yards per play. That's nice. Now here's the thing. So. Once again, it's not that the offense needs to change. It's that they need to change in order to keep their defense off the field. And and this year, you are able to do that because you have a rusher like Anthony Grant Mm -hmm. that you're okay with giving the load to. Last year, you couldn't really... I mean, you could towards the end of the season. We saw Ramir Johnson. You saw it in years past also. Dedrick Mills was able to carry the load, but they didn't let him. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things now, Rico... And we, we've talked about this off-air, Rico. Your defense is ranked 127th in the country in total defense. Once again, you're giving up 514 yards per game. 233 of those yards have come on the ground. You're giving up 233 rushing yards per game on average. And looking forward here, you have to figure out a way to give that specifically rushing defense some confidence. And I understand you're, it might not come this week in Indiana, a team that that spreads it out a lot. But they do have a, a good running back though. Th- but like here's the thing, we've talked about this Rico in the in the coming weeks, you have to face in this order. There is a three game stretch. No, th- there's more in my opinion. Oh, there's more. There's more. Because you have to face Chase Brown who put up 199 yards rushing he, on this Indiana does have defense. The most rushing yards in the country still I believe. So so Chase Brown at Illinois. Mhm. Muhammad Ibrahim at Minnesota, Blake Corum at Michigan, Braylon Allen at Wisconsin, Gavin Williams at Iowa. Five straight weeks of facing solid solid running backs. And your defense is giving up 233 yards per game. Like this this game is crucial to give that defense some boost uh, some confidence boost, mm-hmm. but also your offense needs to learn how to play slower. Because your defense cannot give up 233 rushing yards per game and expect to beat Minnesota or Wisconsin. No. You're not. Because it hasn't been that bad in the past. Yeah. Like past years under Scott Frost, but this season, it's if it's that bad against Georgia Southern, what's it going to look like against Chase Brown or, or, or Braylon Allen? Against teams who want to run the ball, who want to get up in your face and, and, and push you back. Teams that are more than willing to hold on to the ball for exactly. extended periods of time. But... If they're able to break one and get a 60-yard run, Mm -hmm. they'll take it. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. And and here's the thing. When you're giving up six and a half or seven yards per play... It's bound to break. Bound, uh, just basing it off of averages. Yep. That's a first down every two plays. 
And if your offense, you're relying on your offense, right, against much better defenses in the future than what we've seen so far in these first four games, you're relying and asking your offense to get in a shootout every single week. And that feels like the mentality that was here back not, in 2018. To not make a mistake. Yeah. If you make a mistake, who's to know if your defense can get a stop? Yeah, like you can't, you cannot get, you, you cannot ha- be forced to punt within your own 10 yard line or 20 yard line and give the other team decent field position because uh, against Iowa, because as folks know, they have great special teams play every single year. That they do. Get a 15, get a 20 yard return, you, you're putting your defense backed up on their own, on the, on the 30 yard line. Despite how terrible their offense is. Yeah. I mean, if they're that close. That's how they win games. That's how they break you down time and time again. Nebraska fans have seen it, and they, they know better than anybody. I would so, beat teams. They let other teams beat themselves. It's just it's it's unfortunate um, that but this game that, is very important for the defense to gain some confidence leading into yeah. these other games. And and it, it honestly couldn't come at a better time against a better team. You're coming off of a bye week. You've you you've had time to to reassess and and reinvigorate your squad. You're going mm-hmm. up against a team who has an explosive offense but but has you know a, a weaker defense like you said they kind of match each other they kind of mirror each other the teams do so this is this is the perfect time to hopefully reinvigorate that defense going into the rest of Big 10 play because yeah i i i don't even know what a better matchup would be unless it was i i don't know how good Rutgers is i haven't really watched them very much yeah. but you you have 2 weeks basically you have 2 weeks or right excuse me 3 weeks 3 weeks cuz it's Indiana or Indiana Rutgers Purdue, you have three weeks. Mm, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Unless I didn't. They, I didn't add Purdue's running back in here. Yeah, but you they don't. Two they weeks. don't run much. But and then if Aiden O'Connell's healthy. Yeah, two weeks, maybe three weeks to get a little bit of a boost improvement here under Bill Bush, and, and that's the thing is we haven't seen what this defense looks like simplified as much as they've talked about, mm-hmm. and and giving the one word cues and and talking about hopefully improved linebacker play. Before you have to face Chase Brown at Illinois, Muhammad Ibrahim at Minnesota, Blake Corum at Michigan, Braylon Allen at Wisconsin, and Gavin Williams at Iowa. In that order. That stretch hurts. It does. And and that's what's crazy looking back, and I know we got to get to a break. Nebraska has possibly gone through the, the easiest, according to strength of schedule, the easiest four-game stretch that Husker fans can remember. The easiest four-game stretch. Because now you look at that Northwestern loss, they're losing to Southeastern Illinois, they're losing to Duke, like they're losing to these teams, Miami, Ohio, like the easiest four, the, the, the easiest four game stretch, and back, we were doing it, we did it again, Rico, back in early August, we talked, we, we looked forward and said, man, Nebraska, according to spreads, I, I did this to give Nebraska fans confidence, I said, according to spreads, if Nebraska does their job, they'll be 5-1 and one heading into Purdue. Five and one, and here we are, one and four, one and three, one and three, one and three, and so it, it there there is some cause for concern and worry, and I also think curiosity with the new changes. I think there's curiosity, but also concern when you now look halfway through the season at that November slate, and see those five running backs in that order back to back to back to back. There's to no back. break, and and not to mention. Let's see. You get both your bikes before then. Blake Corum is on the road, and Gavin Williams is on the road. Mm, the big house and... Kinnick. Kinnick. I always forget what it's called. It's Kinnick. So, it, it's just something to watch. It, it's going to... like there. I'm sitting here right now on September 28th, not knowing what Nebraska's defense will look like on Saturday. I'm hopeful. But there's a, there's a part of me that goes, 
Just don't allow a Melvin Gordon 2014 snow game, 2012, one of those years. Whatever. Don't allow, don't allow the Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon type game. Just don't allow it. Yes. Because that is one that you, I mean. I mean, you don't even have to get that extreme. Don't you're, allow you're, the Northwestern game again. That, okay, there you go. You're, we're clinging on to hope right now for a bowl game. Don't allow, don't allow 250 rushing yards in a single game from, from mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. Like you're still clinging on to hope for a bowl game in eight games. You have to win six or five of your eight, and you're going to need to improve your rushing defense dramatically. If and you're going to need to slow down the the ball or the pace of play on offense mm-hmm. so that you keep your defense off the field. Improving the time, rushing defense. Time of possession is going to be yeah. Time of possession is going to be huge here. And now now that's not talking like I have a ton of confidence in the secondary or the linebackers. In pass coverage, but we're talking about one one side of this. But we're right talking now. we're talking about what what you know how how teams orchestrate their offenses in the Big Ten West, yeah. and it's it's those running backs that we mentioned outside of Purdue. They're the only team that just wants to sling the ball around. So uh, Matt says, "Where are you getting five wins? There's no hope. Hey, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. Something's got to something's got to happen. Georgia um, Southern wasn't supposed to be if, a loss. Here's the thing: if Nebraska doesn't get the job done on Saturday, then I I feel like all hope might be lost. All for for one final time. Because I don't I I think Indiana is now Indiana squeaked out a win against Illinois at home early in the season. I think week 1. It was. But Chase Brown in that game had 199 yards. He looked really I'm okay good. with putting Anthony Grant in that conversation for a top 5 running back in the in the Big 10. Mm-hmm. But you got to give him the ball. And they've done that, so give them credit there. And if they truly want to slow it down, expect a heavy dose of Anthony Grant and Gabe Irvin. I would say it's also the backup you got to think of because AJ yeah. Allen, you 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 were confident in what AJ Allen was giving you. You kind of know what Gabe Irvin was giving you last year at the beginning of the season, and he's coming back from that injury. Hopefully, he comes back strong. He looked good mm-hmm. to to end the game against Oklahoma. Those couple of rushes that he had, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully, he's still you know in that. In that mindset of being a number one running back. Yeah, let's take our time, our final time out. When we come back, we'll uh, have the crossover with Nate coming up in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Happy Hour on the Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. 